This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Syngenta, a leading agriculture company helping to improve global food security by enabling millions of farmers to make better use of available resources. Learn more at Syngenta.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Hurricane Michael has made landfall in the Florida panhandle. Officials say maximum sustained winds are nearing 155 miles per hour in western Florida between Pensacola and Tallahassee. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says Michael could hit some of the areas already impacted by Hurricane Florence. We are expecting in the Florence-affected areas of the eastern Carolinas perhaps as much as three to six inches of rain. Winds will still be tropical storm force, at least in the gusts, and so uh, some of the damage that was created by Florence, especially in the eastern Carolinas, recovery efforts are not complete. There could be some more compromised uh, roofs or weaker structures as what's left of Michael moves through the eastern Carolinas and southeastern Virginia as we move into Thursday. Michael is expected to move through southern cotton, peanut, and soybean-producing areas. Rippey says the storm will have a different effect than did Florence. Florence, very slow moving, just a few miles an hour drifting westward across the eastern Carolinas, dumped that 20 to 40 inch rainfall across that region, creating the catastrophic flooding. What we'll see with Michael is much more what you would expect with a traditional faster moving hurricane, and that is uh, the winds will likely be the biggest factor, except in coastal areas where we'll be dealing with as much as 8 to 12 foot storm surge. So again, we're getting into the the wind and the storm surge impacts that are expected to be the greatest players with Hurricane Michael. The storm is currently moving through Florida and Georgia. It is expected to move through the Carolinas before going out to sea in southern Virginia. The Senate has sent a bipartisan water infrastructure bill to the president's desk. Earlier today, the Senate approved the America's Water Infrastructure Act in a 99-to-1 vote. That comes after the House unanimously approved the legislation in September. The bill reauthorizes infrastructure programs without authorizing new user fees or tolls for waterways. Speaking this week on the Senate floor, Environment and Public Works Committee Chair John Barrasso of Wyoming emphasized the bill's impact on rural America. Authorizing important water projects will create jobs. It will spur economic growth. The legislation will help deepen nationally significant ports and maintain the navigability of inland waterways. It's going to increase water storage in the West and build new flood management infrastructure. This bill will fix aging dams and irrigation systems across the country. Upgrading these systems will ensure that ranchers and farmers will get the water that they rely on. The bill now goes to President Donald Trump for his signature. Livestock groups offered comments today on the Department of Transportation's hours of service and electronic logging device regulations. DOT's Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration published an advance notice of proposed rulemaking in August seeking comment on a handful of possible changes to the hours of service rules. National Cattlemen's Beef Association President Kevin Kester said at a public comment session in Washington the department should consider the unique needs of livestock haulers. The key to safely hauling live animals, especially in times of great heat and humidity, is to stop as infrequently as possible and keep the trailer moving to provide ventilation. The potential to have poor welfare conditions is significant and even critical 
if the trailer is not moving, especially under extreme weather conditions. Michael Formica with the National Pork Producers Council says FMCSA should explore temperature as an adverse driving condition. And the adverse driving conditions should also be expanded to include a recognition of what the, what the ambient air temperatures are and the ability for the driver to then continue on in their journey until they reach a point where the where temperatures are cool enough in the summer or warm enough in the winter because you also don't want your animals sitting out and, and freezing if, you're, if the haul's taking place in January or February. The comment period closes today. FMCSA will now consider the input provided in its potential regulatory changes. And now, a word from our sponsor. Syngenta is a leading agriculture company helping to improve global food security by enabling millions of farmers to make better use of available resources. Through world-class science and innovative crop solutions, Syngenta is working to transform how crops are grown. In the U.S., Syngenta is investing and expanding its seed business, offering growers even more choices. Learn more at www.syngenta.com. That's all for today's AgriPulse Drive Time. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.